I'm Karen. And I'm Michelle. We're sisters. And homeschool moms. Welcome to the Layers of Learning podcast. Where we talk about family-style homeschooling. Hello, this is Michelle. And this is Karen. We are going to talk to you today about how homeschooling is a piece of cake. And we do not mean that it is easy. Do not turn off right now. <laughs> because It's not easy. No, that's not what we mean at all. What we mean is that there are layers to homeschooling. Just like a cake has layers, there are layers to your homeschooling. And in fact, this is part of the name of our curriculum. It's layers of learning. And we're so as we talk about this today, you'll also see kind of where this name came from. Why do we call it layers of learning? What does that mean? When we created layers of learning, we created it in distinct layers. Your child will go through the layers several times. We start with the early grades and they will learn about all of the topics. And then when they're older and they've gone through them all once, they'll begin again and they'll go through all of those same topics again, but this time learning at a higher level. And then finally again in high school, they're going to go through all of the topics again, learning at an even higher level. Each of those is a layer that they're progressing through as they learn. So you may have a six-year-old and you start them out with year one of layers of learning. Then when they're seven, the next year, you're doing year two of layers of learning. When they're eight, you do year three of layers of learning. And when they're nine, you do year four of layers of learning. And then when they turn 10, you're starting all over with year one again. That's what we mean by going through the whole program, all the topics. You go through the whole program three times, all four years of layers of learning three different times. That way they're learning at a new level each time. You're building on their previous knowledge and on their maturity. So as child gets older, they can learn at a higher level, but they haven't forgotten everything they knew, hopefully. When you do ancient Egypt again, they're going to remember things about embalming that you learned last time. And when you learn more about the religion of ancient Egyptians this time, they will understand, they'll be able to put that together and understand why the ancient Egyptians took so much care with embalming their dead. It was part of their religion. And as an older child, they can understand that where when you have your young one, you're probably just learning about mummies. So a lot of people use this in homeschooling and call it the four-year cycle. We utilize the four-year cycles idea as we wrote Layers of Learning. You could spend an entire year just learning about ancient Greece, for example, and you would learn a ton but if you're seven years old, there's still going to be a limit to what you're really understanding about ancient Greece, even if you spent a whole year on it. So sometimes we have to let go of the idea that we have to learn everything about a topic and we need to recognize, let's learn enough to keep us interested and then let's move on. And we're going to return to this when we're at a level of higher understanding when we can process things differently and make connections more fully. And then when we are in high school and we're learning about it the third time, we're not only making those connections, but we're contributing our own worldviews and our own ideas into it. And we are becoming part of the great conversation. We are really contributing a piece of ourselves, our worldview, what we've read, what we've learned, and it's synthesizing into becoming who we're going to be as adults. So these layers really progress from learning facts to beginning to make connections to contributing and deciding who we are. 
So that's the first part of the layers of layers of learning. But there is another different way of thinking about this too. Another concept that we built into the layers of learning program, and that is with our additional layers. So the additional layers are on the sidebars of pages, and it includes. Extra topics to take you off on another tangent. It includes famous people who have something to do with the topic that is being discussed. It could be deep questions about、uh, you know the the deep questions of life, who we are, where we come from, what our deep core belief systems are. It can be those kinds of things. So those. The way those work is that you may have a main topic. For example, we just did Unit Four Eleven, which is about World War Two. And we were learning about the Battle of Britain. We did the exploration where we learn about the Battle of Britain, and that is, of course, where the the Germans Luftwaffe came over and they were attacking London and other major cities in England. And the British had to fight back with their planes, and they had to really scramble. And so from that, my kids were like, "Ooh, we're interested in World War Two planes because." They're boys. They like airplanes, <laughs> and so that was kind of a tangent that we went off on. And we did a project. The project in that unit is about building these planes, and one that they were really interested in was the Spitfire. So we decided to learn more about the Spitfire, and so they got a writing assignment about the Spitfire because it was something that they were already interested in. They actually didn't complain, <laughs> which my kids aren't huge writers, but they were all so interested in learning about the Spitfire that they did this writing assignment without. Any complaints or any problem, they wanted to know, and so that is how we layered. We went from the Battle of Britain to a project about planes to interest in the Spitfire to doing a writing assignment in the Spitfire. So they went from a very broad topic, clear down to this really specific idea, and they learned so much more. So they layered what they had learned one on top of another. I think that really helps kids to make connections. And it helps them to be excited about what they're learning. When you say, "Oh, that caught your attention," let's find out more. And you don't just say, "We have to move on right now," but instead, you're letting them decide on what they're interested in and dictate the direction that you'll go. When you allow these additional layers, these tangents to happen. I think that's something that sometimes people are a little uncomfortable with about layers of learning is that it's. Feels a little too flexible sometimes. In other words, we say, "Oh, each unit should take you about two weeks," but it could be shorter or it could be longer. And people are like, "Whoa, what do I do then?" The point is, you should take as long as it takes. It doesn't matter, and and you may not know at the beginning of a unit how long it's going to take because you don't know what your kids are going to be sparked by, or you don't know if they're going to be bored, and you may decide to cut a unit short. So you should listen to that and let them kind of guide that a bit on what. What is their interest? We took an extra week on writing that paper. It takes my kids more than a day to research and write a paper about the Spitfire. So we spent a little extra time on that because they were into that. I think it's also important to recognize that in these additional layers, it starts to cross subject lines. You might be doing geography, but find a science connection. You could be doing history. But all of a sudden, you're doing an art project that goes with it, and so the the lines between school subjects begin to get blurred when you do these additional layers, and that's a good thing. That's helping your kids to connect. Like we compartmentalize all of our knowledge in school, 
but in the real world, it's not so compartmentalized. Really, it's all connected, and finding those connections is important as we synthesize the the knowledge that we're gaining and and developing a worldview. So another way of thinking of those those layers with our additional layers is that you begin with some basic information. If your kids have never heard of the Battle of Britain, they have nowhere to start from. But once you've introduced that information, then you do some kind of a hands-on project to make it stick and kind of foster that curiosity and that interest. And then once you've got that curiosity going, then they can contribute to the great conversation, which Karen mentioned. The great conversation means us, each of us as individuals, giving back to the whole body of knowledge of the world. So that usually involves some form of writing. It could be a project of a different type, though it doesn't have to be writing. But it involves us giving our own ideas. So they may research about the Spitfire and not only just regurgitate things they found, but maybe connect that to how air power was important to the war. That's their idea. The Spitfire's importance to the Battle of Britain was huge. And that's their idea. But then there's one more level you can take it to. And as a parent, I think this is really essential. And that is having your child's develop their own worldview. So in the unit 411 on the Battle of Britain, we listened to a Winston Churchill speech that he gave after that battle was over. And he said, never in the field of human conflict was so much owed by so many to so few. That to me is such a poignant quote. It's such a deep meaning. And I wanted to share that with my children. So I took it to that final layer with them. And we talked about the kind of values. What does that mean? And it stirs up these feelings of gratitude, sacrifice, respect, and honor to these people who have done this for us. And even though... I'm not British, it made me feel this sense of patriotism and pride in these people who, these young men who sacrifice so much. And if we can sort of do that with a lot of our subjects and pass those values onto our child, that is the final layer. That's like the the top level of that cake that we're building is to build this, this worldview, this set of values in our children. And hopefully that is the end goal of our education. So yet another way to look at homeschooling as a piece of cake is is really to look at the cake as a whole. We talked about building these layers, but what is your role in that as mom? What does the mom or dad do to build this cake? Now, my daughters took 4-H cake decorating class, and so we had some experience with cake this past year. My daughter Elizabeth was phenomenal at decorating cakes. And in fact, she won the ribbon at the fair. She did great, but she was asked to make a cake for a charity auction that we were part of. And so she was really excited and she decided to be ambitious and make this layered cake. And it was amazing. It was a Reese's cake that she made from scratch and did phenomenal peanut butter icing. The whole thing was just so yummy. But she built up this cake The bottom of the cake was the largest layer, and then as she stacked the layers on top, they were smaller and smaller, and the cake ended up being beautiful. It was just awesome, and then she put it in the fridge, and then we opened the fridge a few hours later, and all of the layers had just slid right off, and it was a heaping mess of frosting and cake, and it was still delicious. We ate it. Our family ate it instead of taking it to the auction, but she had to start from scratch, 
she didn't have a framework. She didn't use any kind of cake form. And your job as the homeschool parent is to be your kid's cake form. When we wrote Layers of Learning, we also tried to make Layers of Learning your cake form. You may not know every single thing about a topic, but we tried to provide the structure to send you off in the right direction. So we give just enough information to help you know where your beginning point is. But we do not fill in all the blanks. We do that on purpose. It's intentionally done so that you will go to your library and search things out. You will get on the internet and search things out. You will have a chance to find out from your kids what is interesting them. You will be interested in things. We hope that we will give you little tastes here and there, give you just that structure and help you keep on track. But then it's your job to kind of go out and fill in the blanks and actually bake this cake that you're making in your um, homeschool. So very practically speaking, you can think about your job as a homeschool mom as being the one to ask the questions and point your kids in the right direction. In Layers of Learning Year 1, Unit 17, the science section is all about flowering plants. Now, your kids on their own will probably spend their childhood-loving flowers. Kids do. They look at flowers, they smell them, they enjoy them. But your opportunity is to say, Why do you think flowers smell? Why do they smell good? And then that is just this little bit of scaffolding. You're giving your kids this platform. They probably would never think about the smell of a flower if you didn't prod them in that direction. But then you sort of let them go and research it. You say, well, let's find out. And you can do this together. Sometimes you can send them off on their own, but often we're learning together as a family. So you say, let's go find out. And maybe you'll go to the library and find some books about flowers, or you might look up a video online and watch the video about flowers. And someone will help you to learn that, but your child is discovering it on his own. We gave you the cake frame and you are going to build the cake you are going to go find out the sweet goodness of all of the knowledge that's out there. We're just giving you a framework, something to keep you organized, on track, and just with enough information so that you know where to go, what to look up, who to find out about. So in that same unit, in unit 117, we also have an additional layer that talks about Georgia O'Keeffe. You may or may not have heard of her, But there's a sidebar right there, an additional layer that talks about her. It just briefly mentions her. It gives you the idea, hey, let's go look her up. In the sidebar, it tells you that she painted flowers. Maybe you've seen her paintings. Maybe you haven't. Maybe your children have or maybe they haven't. But this gives you the chance to go and look that up. What kind of flowers did Georgia O'Keeffe paint? I'm interested in this. I want to know now. Now that we've learned about flowers, are her flowers realistic Are they not? Are they abstract? And what can I learn about her from this? It's a whole new layer. It's a whole new level of learning. And you've connected a very science kind of topic to something that's in art. You're integrating all that knowledge together and you're building this, not just like a a skinny little tower, but you're building this broad, beautiful, rich cake. In the end, homeschooling is also a piece of cake because it should be sweet. It should be fun. And when you're building this big, beautiful cake of knowledge together, helped along by this cake frame that is steering you in the right direction and keeping you on track just enough, 
you have the freedom to explore and really enjoy your homeschool without the stress of pre-reading and pre-researching, you get to enjoy it. You get to enjoy it as a family. So when we say homeschooling is a piece of cake, we do not mean it's easy. What we mean is that we layer our learning. So this layering happens in a few ways. First, you go three times through the layers of learning program, three times through that four-year cycle so that your children are able to learn on a new level each time. Second, you use the additional layers to help you branch out from the original topic into new ideas and new explorations, new ways to make your learning life richer and more connected. And then like a cake form, you place the pillars for your kids to build their cake on. Okay, so even though homeschooling isn't necessarily easy, it should be rich and sweet and we hope that your homeschool will be like that. So next time, we are going to talk about how you can blend learning styles. So we'll be discussing blending learning styles, helping your kids learn in the way that they are most able. Hope you join us. We'll see you later. Thank you for joining us today. Come and visit us at layersoflearning.com and on our Facebook group. Make sure to tune in next month for our new podcast. In the meantime, we wish you happiness in your homeschool. Have Have fun fun learning. learning!